Hey guys, and welcome back to Tina Reed with your girl the Hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? It's been a while. I know, it's always a while. Nowadays, I'd be busy and I'm trying to live my life. Also, I'm a little airheaded today. Um, it's just, you know, when it's like one of those days where you forget everything and you think you did things so you didn't do things and it's just like a hot mess. That's me. <laughs> That's me. I'm gonna blame the full moon on it because usually on the full moon I tend to either go creative or go crazy. Like I went crazy. It's full moon. So it is what it is. Well, how have you guys been? How's it been going? How y'all feeling? How's Pride Month going for you? I hope it's going well. I'm here cutting up some stickers right now because I feel like it. Honestly, that's basically it. No excuses. No nothing. Just feels. So, I've been trying to find a more LGBT kind of uh, anime, but I haven't really been able to find too many. And I'm really kind of disappointed in Crunchyroll. Like, bruh, where's your LGBTQ section? Where's your Pride Month shit, bruh? Like, where, where, where is that? Like, right stuff has been getting me because they have been, like, throwing out recommendations for, like, um, manga and stuff. So, that's a 10 out of 10 for me. So... <laughs> I was checking out some of the books so yeah that's fun that's been a fun time and I've been watching a lot of like old anime for some reason so I ended up I talked about it last week but I'm gonna talk about it a little more this week so I found this cool show called um cat's eye all right and it's I spoke about it last week but you know I'll tell you a little more about it because um I've been really kind of getting into it lately so what it's about it's just these three girls who are sisters and they are trying to work together to get their father's art collection but how they get their art collection is by being thieves and stealing it back we don't know who's selling this art we don't know how they he lost his art collection all we know is the dad disappeared and the three girls are gorgeous and they're working together to kind of accumulate his art collection and hopefully like that'll bring their dad back or something i don't know what or how the goal is but it's the same as that creator of uh city hunter like if you guys ever seen it it's a really good show um also an old show um and they kind of take place in the same universe which is kind of cool and anyone doesn't know city hunters is a kind of a cop anime show slash detective it's more of a detective kind of show where this detective is solving mysteries, trying to get people's shit back, trying to find people, working together with like sexy villainous girls, all types of ish. It's really good though, 10 out of 10 for that. But yeah, so I was like, kind of like shook it. Cause it's like really good, like the fashion, the 80s. Like it definitely gives the bright technicolors. Like you cannot sit there and be like, oh, this is not 80s. This is. 100% 80s and I'm loving it um so yeah these three girls are like trying to collect their dad's stuff but there's like more to it because um the main cat girl is the main cat thief it's called cat eye so you know whatever uh is called Hitome Hitome is the middle sister and she's like really like gorgeous um she's not the smartest one of the group the smartest one is the youngest one who's like in high school or some shit I think it's high school yeah, it's high school. Um, and she is 
The middle one is like the, the one that mainly is known as Kai. So she's the one who mainly goes into places to steal things. Um, the other sisters are kind of like her support. The oldest one is like the beauty of the group, but she does a lot of the research and tries to find a lot of the art and stuff like that and kind of like composes the plan. This, this, the youngest sister is kind of like a more cutesy, tomboyish kind of girl. And she's the one who focuses on the technology and the support. So, you know, they all have their roles to run. And it's cool because, you know, they're all trying to help each other. And they're all kind of like a family who steals together stays together, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, like, they all have their roles to play. And it's really kind of cool to see in action. It does give me a lot of, like, totally spot vibes. And even, like, a little bit of, what's it called? Ah, uh, Powerpuff Girl vibes. Because they all have like their personalities and you kind of stick with one. It's really cute, honestly. It's 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 a really worthwhile watch if you like to watch um, vintage anime. And as someone who does love to watch vintage anime, that was a 10 out of 10 for me. But I'm also watching some new ones, which does include... Um, Shukumaru's not just uh, cool. It's on Kumisajama, uh, Crunchyroll. I could not pronounce her name right, but it's just um, some girl says so an S, and it's just she's not just cool. So I started watching it a little while ago, and today I kind of just decided to binge it because all the shows that I'm currently watching, um, I've binged, and I'm just waiting for the next episode to drop. Um, there's been really good anime this season, like I'm not gonna lie, and I'm so looking forward to Hell's Paradise next season. <laughs> I'm watching that on. Oof excitedly but anyways <laughs> let me not get too distracted um yeah how was i saying yeah uh it's so cute because okay so the main love interest which is the girl is really cool she's like cute and smart and very active she's kind of like a popular girl in the school because she's really good at gym like um volleyball or whatever and a lot of the girls kind of have a thing for her because she's like that cool and even some of the dudes have a thing for her but she has a boyfriend and her boyfriend is ubu kind of super cute domestic boyfriend all right this guy cooks and cleans and he's kind of soft but he's still loving he's concerned about being manly though but he is very um quote unquote as some people would say breedable uh, <laughs> and she definitely gives off dom energy like high key dom energy which i really respect um but the, the gimmick is that this dude is like really unlucky like <laughs> like this guy like loses his wallet all the time trips and falls always has misfortune around him for some reason he's just one of those really unlucky people always ends up with scrapes and bruises on himself even since he was a kid but somehow uh was picked up by a baddie and is living his absolute best life with her and they're still wholesome and cute but um they have admirers they some people admire them one of some people like him some people like her um some of the friends actually even have a crush on her because she's a badass bitch like it's a vibe this whole show is a bit of a vibe and i love it because it's just 
Sometimes I need a little bit of extra girliness. I've been feeling the feminine vibes lately and I've been kind of embracing that. I'm letting my inner girl kind of heal. Uh, I never got a real big chance to be girly as a kid because I had to protect myself constantly. But now that I'm an adult and I'm a little more calm and a little less afraid, I'm being a little bit <laughs> more girly. <laughs> I guess that's just what happens and I'm really embracing it. My friend's really embracing like her inner child and we're just trying to heal ourselves because this there's only so much tragedy and shit you can handle in this world and there's been a lot of stuff going on here in New York and all the freaking new laws and stuff that they're trying to push through. It's it's crazy guys. It really is crazy here and I'm sorry if you hear a lot of background noise. Like, I'm cutting stickers, there's music in the background, and there's a fan because it's hot as hell. So, <laughs> y'all know me, I'm not gonna burn because it's hot. Like, that's not how I rock and roll. So, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's another thing I'm watching. It's up to episode 6 in English if you want to watch the dub. I'm watching the dub. Don't get me wrong, I do watch subs, but sometimes I have other things to do and I just cannot always uh, focus on subtitles all day. With that said, um, there is no English dub for Cat's Eye. It's only straight up sub, but it's really good either, either way. So uh, I've also been catching up with season two of Dangerous Convenience Store. Um, not gonna spoil it, but my baby is back. <laughs> my baby boy is back. Ah, my baby's boy is back I'm so happy oh I was waiting for his appearance I'm like thirsting after a juicy from um dangerous convenience store and nothing will ever stop me from doing that so also happy Puerto Ricans day parade day um sorry I, I like coined that in out of nowhere but I remember I remember um but yeah like <laughs> My baby boy's back and I can't wait. Ah! Um, but besides that, yeah. <laughs> I've been reading much more audiobooks and I found myself, you know, I've always loved alien romance and I never really realized that that falls under the monster fucker like umbrella. Um, so I decided to kind of like embrace my roots and really hone in on reading more um, of that monster romance. Uh, it's basically monster fuckers, but for girls. Um, and I have been really embracing that. <laughs> I've been embracing that role, okay? And I'm gonna start by saying that I've been reading, hold on, let me, let me get this out of the way because I lost stuff at my desk. What's it called? Let me go through my Kindle because my Kindle is where I hide my deepest, darkest secrets. Um, <laughs> Freeing Luca. It's the second book to, um, what's it called? It's the second book to what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Let me find it. Let me find it for you. Choosing Theo. Yeah. It's the second book to, to choosing, choosing Theo, right? So. I'm almost halfway done with this. It's on chapter 12. I don't know how many chapters there are. Hold on. Let me see how many. 
it chipped in as they are. Oh, 26. So yeah, I'm like almost halfway there, halfway done. And it has been so interesting. I'll try to listen to at least a chapter every day. Yes, I don't always have time to read. That's just called living, bro. Like I don't always have time to read. That is a thing for me. I wish I did. I wish I had way more time to read, but I'm be I'll be busy. And I have a lot of projects on my hands now. So it'd be like that. But I did manage to pick up a couple of other freaking books to read. Um, or listen to, as I may say, on the monster fucker, you know, genre. It's a genre. Not all the bitches fit in it. Alright, it's a genre. So I got The Orc Wife. Uh, I've never really been into orcs, but if it's good, then I'm definitely here for that. What else is here? Uh, recent. Let's see what else did I get. Let me go to my... That was my um, audiobook app. Let me go to my Kindle. Kindle. Kindle, baby. Uh, let me go. Let's see. I have to go to this. Sorry, guys. I'm a hot mess always. And I live by that. Kindle. App. No, Kindle. Online. Online. Because I'm using my phone to play music in the background and I'm not going to change that. Uh, a Kindle Cloud, Apple Reader. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, so I picked up The Dragon's Bride by Christis Christie and Eli Beaumont. And it's supposed to be a story about this girl who falls in love clearly with a dragon. Um, never been into dragons. But we'll find out if I really am. I'm really, I'm telling you, I'm really expanding my horizon on the monster fucker genre. I literally only ever stick with, um, what's the normal? Uh, aliens. But I I'm expanding, okay? I'm, I'm expanding. Um, I, I don't mind gargoyles. Um, I realized that I had a thing for gargoyles when I re-watched gargoyles. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um... Uh, yeah, so this 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 that. Um, I also picked up the Dragon's Bride, uh, a deal by Robert Katie. We'll find out about that. Then I picked a little something that I feel like I would definitely get into. It's called Grumpy Minotaur Boss. Okay, so let me tell you why I got into it. Okay, this is why I feel like I'm gonna get into it. If I if it fucks up, if I fuck me up, then it then it is what it is. But if it works out well, then I think this is why. Okay. So I was like, okay, so I'm really kind of like diving into this monster fucker realm, right? Not something that I'm normally really used to, but I figured, hey, let's get something halfway. I do like the whole sexy boss trope. I really do. I'm not going to lie. Especially like a bad guy boss trope. That's not a bad thing. I'm into it. It is what it is, right? But he's a minotaur and minotaurs are like horned dudes and I like horns. I think horns are kind of cool. Don't ever do the horn sign, though, because, like, that to me means someone's a cheater. Because like, I'm Hispanic. You know, we all know what that means. So, uh, yeah. So, grumpy, sexy, six foot, no, not six foot, seven foot tall, rich man as a boss who's sexy and is into you. I'm reading it. I mean, it's, I mean what what's there not to like? So then I was like, you know what, let's just uh, have a little fun here and let's go for Mated to the Monster. I like the idea of Mated 
being mated because I think it's kind of cool. I also think it has some downfalls, logically speaking. But, I mean, how cool is it to like be like, yo, this is your fated partner? I mean, it sucks if you get someone who sucks, but like also might you be trash? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so here's my. Okay, so I'm gonna defend myself for like a hot second. This is gonna be a little rant, but let me just uh, go on my stupidness for a sec. Hope you're here for that. You are because you listen to my freaking podcast. Anyways, so here's my thing. I always like the idea of like forever mates. I think a lot of people do. And the reason is because you don't have to work hard to find the right person, right? Like your body will instinctively know who is the right person for you. And I'm assuming, like, if you're a good person, like, you'll get a great person back. Or if you're a shitty person, you'll get a shitty person back. And that's something like, yeah, like, that seems like a good trope. I know that, logically speaking, uh, you cannot stop whoever you made it to. So even if they're a trash human being or alien monster fucking thing, you're stuck with them. And so, like, logically, I know that that's a bad idea. And it's best to be able to choose. But also if your body can like really pick up the best person for you then that'll be kind of cool too you know i mean logically i think it would be really cool if it was for the best now if you're a shit person and you get a shitty person too or you're a really good person you end up with a really shitty person then that would definitely suck but i do like the trope i do a lot of my books have that trope so eh. I'm surprised I've never written about that trope. I mean, I did re- write an Omega. No, the Omega verse doesn't really count as a mated verse. A mated verse is a little different, at least in my opinion. I mean, you can, we can debate that, I guess, if you want to, literally, like, li- not literally. Um, within literal, literature sense. There you go. That's I'm trying to put my mind together literature sense we could debate it and go back and forth a book i've saved and i know that i have to get to is enthralled which is a spider alien romance okay personally i do not like spiders i don't fuck with spiders uh i don't uh i have a little bit of a fear of them but if it's sexy maybe that'll change my mind Alright, maybe maybe this book will be the book to get me to stop being terrified of spiders. And if it does, then great. And if it doesn't, then oh, fuck. Let me not read that again. I wish it did come with an audiobook, so I feel like I would get to it much faster. Because I like audiobooks. It makes sense for me. Uh, I'm almost done reading my Alien Manimeter. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not impressed. And no, I'm really not impressed with the book. It's okay at best. And I don't really care for it. Eh, I tried it. It wasn't for me. It's okay though. I do have to read Stalked by the Kraken. Okay. It sounds ridiculous. But also, is life not just ridiculous on like an average daily level? So why not? Why not be, you know, potentially stalked by a sexy kraken? Hopefully it is a sexy kraken and not just like a kraken, which would be just a giant squid. Um, Because otherwise, I think I'll just have a good laugh. 
I mean, either way, I win. Like, I, I definitely win. <laughs> either way this goes, I win. I also put up a... I also have to read His Human Assistant, which is another monster fucker, but this time with a plus-size girl. So, uh, yeah, it's about a girl who is kind of into her boss. Again, I like the trope, all right? Don't fix what ain't broken. It's a good trope, and I'm about to read it. So, it is what it is. I just hope I find something funny in there. I like books with humor and that understand what they are. So, that's definitely something I'm reading. What else is there to, for me to read? Yeah, the Orc Wife. I already talked about that. Oh! Nah. That's stupid. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going through my Kindle, and honestly, there is so much shit in here. Um, I feel like this really says a lot about my personality. And it's because it holds, like, all of the books that I've... Like, not all of the books, but a lot of the books I've ever read. And I am a very smutty kind of individual when it comes to my Kindle. God, if my, if, yo, I do not ever want my mom to see this. I mean, not like my mom doesn't read books like this, and I know that she does, because I've seen it all my life. <laughs> Fun story. Um, I started reading Smut when I was, like, a kid. And I literally mean a kid. Like, I didn't find fan fiction online until I was a little older, and I was already reading Smut in real life. So let me, let me tell you guys this story, because I don't think I ever told you guys, like, how I started reading Smut. So, I grew up in my house. My mom was, uh, clearly grew up in my own, in my house, whatever. It's like an apartment. But, um, my mom was always a really big fan of reading. And what kind of books did she read? Oh, I don't know. The ones with the sexy men in the cover holding a fucking lady, like, in the most, like, romantic Fabio fucking way ever because that's just how I grew up in and so I was good to see my mom reading those types of books and I was always kind of like low-key interested um I used to read a lot of what was it R.L. Stein at the time but I was kind of getting older I was hitting like I think 10 or 11 and yeah I looked like a dork by that time I had the braces I had the big curly hair and double ponytails inside of my head you know I look like a real fucking kid um <laughs> and um one day was like hey let's go to the library let's just change some books and I was like yeah sure like I have to find something else to read and at that time I was like really into vampires like like really into vampires and I was like I want to find more vampire books I had already read Brimstoker's Dracula. I read a lot of R.L. Stein, all like the little vampire books that had mansion of vampires. But I never really went into the adult section. So I got the bright idea that hey, why not check that area out? Now, there was not like I couldn't, because it was like it was not like there was anything separating me from going in there. So I decided to skippity doop my booty over there and I ended up seeing all these adult looking books and like people on the cover and I started reading the blurb and it was like oh I forgot what it said but it was like this person was uh tired and she was looking for 
something different. Could a vampire be it? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So it's like a vampire romance kind of stuff. And I was like, I didn't know this could be a thing. Because of course, well, by that time, all I had read was like, oh, vampires are scary, demon-like things or whatever, or misunderstood or some bullshit. But I had not at the time read anything with a vampire romance. So my dorky little self picks up a vampire romance book. And then, because I'm there, like, I might as well go through things. And then I picked up, what was it? Like some mafia romance. And I forgot what else. Um, my alien romance days didn't come until like I was already like a teenager. So it's cool. The monster fucking came later. Um, <laughs> that just sounds so wrong. Anyways, so I picked up the book. I was like, yeah, this is going to be me. I'm going to read this. It's going to be so good. Blah, blah, blah. So mom was like, hurry up, like I gotta go, I gotta go. I was like, okay mommy, like I found these books. I showed her the books. I was like, what do you think? She was like, oh, well, you know, you're getting older. Why not? Why not read the books? I'm surprised she was really chill about that. Um, which is one of the things I do. Like my mom, like she tended to be very chill about certain things. So she's like, yeah, like, okay, you're gonna read that. You're getting older, you know, it's time, I guess. Um, you're home, so why not? respect mad respect because my mom was really cool and i had already had the talk and everything you know so i wasn't stupid so <laughs> i'm like cool thank you mommy i'm gonna go get them so i waited online myself my mom was still checking out books she was like yeah i'm gonna go but i'm gonna check out these books real quick so she was looking in the spanish section finding romance books and i was in line now of course i get up there and i put my books on the table the first thing there was was like some other R.L. Stein books, some Fear Street that had just gotten out at the time that I was just starting to get into at the time, and these like adult romance <laughs> books. And I remember this librarian like it was yesterday. I always had glasses, so and I always wanted to be a librarian, so I always remember her look particularly, and she's was scanning the books and then she stops she looks down her nose at me mind you I'm not I was never really short so she but she still looked down at her nose at me stopped and said I'm sorry is this for you now <laughs> I have audacity like no other and I also don't like to be talked down to so I looked at her in her face and said Yes, they're for me. Thank you very much. She looks at me and says, uh, These books are a little too adult for you. And I was like, Well, it's in a library and I want to read it. Dead in her face. Like, I don't know how or where the audacity came from that day, but it was, it was there to stay. So. <laughs> Well, this woman is looking at me and like you're not checking out these books and I was like well I'm not leaving until I get these books so <laughs> she's like do you have is your mom here I was like yep she's right there she's like call her over because I'm not letting you check out these books without your parents permission and I'm like okay being snarky as fuck because you know I don't like her at this point and she's pissing me off 
And so I go up to my mom. I'm like, hey, mommy, come with me. Because this lady won't let me check out these books. She's like, why? And she, she walks up with me right next to her. And is like, get up, get up. And I'm like, what is the problem? Mind you, she speaks hella Spanish. She didn't speak English a lot of the time. But she did kind of understand it. And she's like, your daughter want to check out these books. And they're way too mature for her. And so I'm like translating it. And mom's like, okay. I gave her permission. And she's like, no, ma'am. I don't think you understand. Wait a second. And she went and looked for a Spanish speaker. And then had them do the same exact fucking translation that I did. And mom's like, what the fuck is her problem? I told her it's fine. Leave her alone. Let her get the goddamn fucking books. Stop wasting my goddamn time. So at this point, my mom is like cursing at her and she is pissed because she didn't get her way. <laughs> and I got my books and, you know, with the dirtiest of looks because, you know, I deserve it. Um, but I also didn't deserve it because my mom gave me permission and I knew what the book was about. So, you know, it was what it was. But I got my books and I walked out very happy and very victorious that day. And that was like my first experience reading adult romance. My mom had given me permission and I was super duper happy. And from then on, my mom and I would go to the library for years to come and pick out romance books. And that was an adult. <laughs> I buy romance books and I send them to her. And we have a very loving relationship in that way, in that way alone. Um, <laughs> it's one of the few things that have always kept us cool with each other. It's like, okay, I don't get in the middle of her reading time and she doesn't get in the way of my reading time. And I feel like that's where a lot of my love for reading comes from. It's because my mom never stopped me from being able to read things I wanted to read. And when I was older and I discovered fanfic, that was a whole new fanfare and it was fun. And yeah, I already knew what I was getting into, so I wasn't like all innocent-eyed and bushy-eyed. I kind of had an idea what I was going to, and yeah, I was around doing that lime and lemon phase. I was around with um, the Tumblr, you know, ideas of romance phase as well. I'm very lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I have some luck when it comes to that kind of stuff, because my parents were just like, yeah, let's just be chill about this kind of stuff better if she gets into this knowing that she has us to ask any questions for than trying to go online to figure it out which is a great mentality and i wish more parents had that idea with them i feel like a lot of kids could prevent like prevent themselves from getting into a lot of trouble if they just had parents that they can turn to when they're curious and not just the internet because the internet will guide people wrongly i hate to say it like that but let's let's be honest like, that's why I get really scared that, like, kids might find my podcast. And that's why I usually tell people, like, if you're not 18, get the fuck out of here. But I feel like I've said that enough to where, like, it's digged in people's heads. Um, but yeah, that's it for today. Because I went off for, like, a little bit of a long tangent. It's almost 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm still cutting stickers off like a fucking moron. Uh, but a little update before I leave. Leave. Yeah, this is just like a chatty episode. I'm sorry. Um, I have been getting on my fitness. 
I have been trying to burn off an average of around 800 to 1,000 calories a day. Uh, I failed on Saturday because I was chilling. And also, I didn't record my workout on Saturday, so I was kind of upset about that. Um, my body still hurts because I was popping it like there's no tomorrow. I was dancing. You know, Puerto Rican Day Parade. It's coming around. People got to dance. People got to celebrate. You got to listen to some good Bad Bunny in there. And some good salsa. So... <laughs> But yeah, in my heart, I did do the calories counting, but um, on my Apple Watch, it didn't. So yeah, I'm trying to get healthier. I'm working out. Um, I feel myself losing some weight, which is great. I don't own a sale because um, then I get obsessed with numbers and then I beat myself up way too harshly. And then I want to starve myself. So I'd rather not be that way and try to lose weight in a healthier more logical type of way than an emotional number driven insanity type of way so everyone does their own thing em is losing weight too she looks gorgeous she's getting nice and fit and toned and start to get some real pretty muscles and i'm kind of jealous but i'm like yo girl do your thing you're an inspiration to me and that's just awesome so for now bye You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.